Hello everyone, it is Thursday the 11th of June 2015 and you are listening to another Talking Games podcast. I'm Jackie Turner, I am here with Mr. Steve Say. Hi. Mr. Justin Townsend. Hello. And Mr. Bobby Shortle. Hello. Hello everyone, how's everyone doing? Pretty good. Good. Exhausted. Doing, doing well. <laughs> yes. Justin already looks exasperated with all of us. He has. We've already been arguing. He's <laughs> he's managed to rack up maybe an hour's sleep this week, right? Yes. Coming about. close to an hour. Yeah. But getting, we're happy to have you back. I'm happy to be here. Um, how's Finn doing? He's a baby. He's he a cries baby. a lot. <laughs> and yep. that's about it. But in those moments that he's not crying, he looks adorable. In those moments he's not crying, he's pooping. Yes. That's yep. probably why he has a smile on his face. <laughs> exactly. It's like, ah, sucker, clean my diaper. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's what I, they're thinking. That's what I always imagine little babies are thinking when they're pooping. They're just laughing inside. I don't think they're really thinking anything at that moment. I oh, just, you just have a lack of imagination then. That's that's it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. How's everyone else doing? <laughs> Such a great start. I know. Well, I'd like to point out that me and Justin have already been arguing. For like an we, hour. Before we even started this, we've already been snapping at each other. So it's not good, positive start. She so doesn't far. like Mad Max. It might be because I know she. Yeah, I, I am know. not arguing about Mad I mean, Max again. Sorry, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about I it. I pushed him over the edge with my opinion on the Avengers. That's what did it. In. We did this whole like back and forth. She's like, I don't need like uh, what was it? Um, a flamethrower guitar. She doesn't want that. It was like you know no. I really value the story. It's like what do you mean you value story? You skip over every cutscene in the game. She's like, well, I don't need story in games. Yeah, because I get story in movies. That was my whole point. When right, that's it. I'm not rehashing this argument again. Let's have the same argument again, <laughs> just for the listeners. No, what we're going to do is we are going to talk about what we've played this week, which is not much from any of us, but we'll explain why. Um, and then we're going to move on, and we're going to do a little preview of E3, which we're all very excited about, and we're going to talk about that. So yeah, let's start off. First of all, has anyone done anything interesting this week? Like anything, apart from had a baby? We went to uh, New York City Special Edition over the weekend. <gasps> yes, tell us about that. It was a good time. It was a really good time. Um, aside from um, like hanging out on sun on Saturday, uh, we did a, like a special podcast that was part of the Talking Comics podcast this week. Um, we didn't get to talk about Sunday very much, but one of the highlights of the weekend definitely was kind of roving around the city with uh, Melissa Megan from the Misfits podcast and, of course, Bob Ryer and our friend Lauren. And um, it just goes to show that, like, even even if the show could at times be a little underwhelming, like, the people that you go with really make the experience. Yeah, it's still a fun weekend. Yeah, like, Saturday was a little rough. Sunday was much better in terms of crowd and the facility. It wasn't as crowded. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit cleaner. They had, like, gone in, I guess, overnight and kind of cleaned things up a bit. Um, creators seemed to be a little bit more available on cool. Sunday. Um, everybody was super, super friendly, though. And uh, we ate at some great places. We actually went to the Algonquin for oh, like fancy like drinks. Oh, that's like Bob Ryer's favorite place in the world. Oh, he yeah, he, he was. Uh, he actually recited a poem after we <laughs> sat down. You gotta love him. Yes, it Bobby, was, uh, you went as well, right? I went on Saturday. And what did you think? It was good. Yeah, we talked all about it on the on the Talking <laughs> Comics podcast. <laughs> all right. So if you want to hear any more of what you guys have been doing, mm-hmm. then listen to Talking mm-hmm. Comics. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. concentrate on the video games. It was about three hours yesterday, so <laughs> plenty to, plenty if you to have three to hours it. to spare. Plenty to listen to. Yeah. All right. So let's just do the video game thing. We're going to start off. I'm going to start with you, Justin, because you have a completely valid excuse for not having played much. I have played next to no video games. Let me tell you what that life is like. <laughs> it's desolate. <laughs> but 
uh, most of my time has been spent with Finn mm-hmm. and uh, my my little family, and uh, not with video games. I did get to sneak away for a little bit and uh, just to check in with my friends and everybody who I haven't seen. I signed on to Destiny and did some Destiny things, right? And hit max level there, and uh, but not I, a ton of Destiny, right? No, I, I probably only got for the whole uh, the whole week, maybe like a half hour. Wow, minutes so Ange actually remembers what you look like now. Yes, right? yes, and <laughs> she's pretty much like you can go downstairs anytime you want. <laughs> I've had enough of you now. <laughs> Um, you know, cause the, the, I mean, the funny thing is, it's just like with, with, uh, kids, it's pretty much the sleep, sleep when you can, yes. which isn't easy to do when you have another kid who is constantly like, I want to play and jump and hold yes. the baby and touch the baby and like, and you realize whose fault this is, right? I don't know. Mine? Yeah. I'm going to just guess it's, it's, it's pretty mine. much yeah. self-inflicted. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. It's great. <laughs> but, uh, so basically it's just, you know, uh, if it's like eight o'clock at night and she's like, I'm going to sleep. It's like, okay, uh-huh. like I can't do that yet. So if they're, if everyone's asleep, I would sneak downstairs and play for a little while. Cool. So I got to play some Destiny. Um, I got to run through Prison of Elders, one of the higher ones, level 34, mm-hmm. uh, which was a challenge because uh, being gone from the game for like a week, everybody else in my party had, you know, hit level 34 and they all have the best weapon in the game, the Galahorn. Right. And so they're all like able to do these things very quickly. And it's like, well, I'm level 33 and there is a huge difference between 33 and 34 right. and I don't have the Galahorn. So it's pretty much like getting squeezed at every possible opportunity. <laughs> or a lot of it was like, hey, I'm going to sign on, get all the way to the ends to fight the boss. And they're like, you can't beat the boss. You're just like, you can't be in here. And it was like, all right, I'll leave somebody else come in. And so I, wow. I, I gave up the my spot. The squeeze is yeah. happening. The squeeze is real. To and you it this to me. time. I know. Amazing. I know. It's like instant karma. Sure it is. Why you come <laughs> back and play? Um, but yeah, like, so I, you know, I got to beat the level 34, got to the new uh, level cap. I haven't tried the level 35 one yet, which is supposedly uh, more doable this week because every week mm-hmm. it keeps rotating through burns. So this week is solar burn and everyone has a lot of maxed out solar weapons. Cool. And uh, so I'm, you know, I'm hopeful maybe tonight uh, or in the next couple of days I'll get to run that. And uh, I mean that that's all I've got to play. I have The Witcher sitting there and I've been looking at it a lot. Oh, yeah. You know what? I will talk about The Witcher, but I'm saying I'm shocked that you're going to talk about yeah, it. Just don't pull it in right now because unless you've got like eight hours a day to commit to it, you're not going to enjoy it. Yeah, much. and that's what I'm thinking. Um, I know there's like a lot of patches going on. Yeah, with The Witcher released right another now. huge one today. Mm-hmm. I think. So I think I'm just going to wait. Yep, until after Batman. Yeah. And then when, once Batman's done, there's really nothing on the horizon for me. And that's when I'll be right. able to like dig in and be like, okay, I'm playing Destiny with my friends. And then on alone time, I'm playing The Witcher. Because Batman's yeah. only going to be like a 30-hour game probably if I go for everything. If you do everything, right. yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, cool. Uh, Bobby, you are gonna, you're playing with your massive chalice. Yeah, that's right? all I played this week. I didn't have a ton of time to play uh, since since Wednesday. But whatever hours I did have, I played some massive chalice. I think I put another, I probably put another five or six hours in, oh, into the so game. So it's kind of racking up for a... Yeah, I mean, I probably put... I probably now put about 10 hours into it, I think. <clears throat> and uh, it continues to be uh, a ton of fun. I, you know, I, I've gotten to this point where I've had... I had my first... On Monday, I, I had my first situation where... A lot of times the enemies will, in, will invade your territory. That's what the deal is. But sometimes they'll invade your keeps or like your, your guilds or whatever. And you have to defend the guilds. And then... <clears throat> the people you put into those guilds or into those houses to rule them now fight with you uh, okay. during that invasion. But it's, it's a very different situation because it's a, very, it's a much smaller space. And 
you know, there's what they call kind of the fog of war over the battlefield. So when you start, you don't, unless there's an enemy right in your line of view, you can't see them. So you only, you start to discover them as you move about like the, the area. And for most maps, it's not really a big deal because, um, most maps you're kind of either backed against a corner when you start. So, you know, there's no one behind you or the map's big enough where none of them are too big, but they're all big enough where you never feel like you get trapped anywhere. You can right, always move around. Right. But it, like in these castle situations, like I, you know, uh, you, you, you kind of send your guys up and then once they're up, the fog of war starts to lift and then all of a sudden just enemies start getting revealed. <laughs> and I had, a, I had a moment where I was, I thought like it was, oh crap. I was donezo. Like I thought like this, all my heroes are going to die. Oh right. no. Uh, and it's very real thing that can happen in those kind of games. You know, those kind of games, you can seem feel like you're doing great. And then all of a sudden one thing goes wrong and then just, it just leads because they're strategy games. So you kind of have a strategy of how you're going to do right. it. And then once one of those dominoes falls, then all of a sudden you're left scrambling. So you realize there is a limit to your godlike powers. Yeah. No, but I will have as I lost one of my, I lost one of the, the characters and it was, it was just like a barrage because what happened was, um, I wasn't close enough yet to the enemy to attack. And so they had their turn and like all of these enemies came on the board, like six or seven enemies and they were just all attacking, all attacking. And, and the, the, the kind of regions of the castle were cut off. They were in another part of the castle. So th- we were divided between the two. And honestly, like, most of my heroes got down to, like, three or four hit points, which is basically one right. it's like, it's like one turn, and, and they're mm-hmm. going to be dead. And, and I managed to, to, to get it done. I managed to pull it out, which was it was very, very satisfying. Um, and as we got along, like, I really... I, at, the, at the beginning, I was kind of putting people in these castles and just kind of going with it and just kind of picking kind of mid m- picking the middle like not picking the best person to put there not picking the worst person to put right. there but as i've gone along i started to see like most of the traits that my characters have they have a lot of bad traits they have like you know they're nearsighted they're asthmatic they're whatever and so <laughs> i've really had to start bearing down on who i i kind of marry off so i just like i've been sacrificing better warriors to try and build future cannon fodder yeah, yeah exactly and uh I was talking to my friend Brad and he goes, so, it's, so he said, so you're playing eugenics, the video game. <laughs> and I said, yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Yes. It's um, a little disturbing. But Vera, I, like I said, I don't, I don't kill the ones who don't have the right traits. They just, they just have to keep fighting. Right. That's the rule. It's like a little weird. Well, right? it's not, but all my, but it's not all my citizens. It's like, I'm, it, there's only a certain amount of chalice attuned citizens right. that can, that can fight for me. But you're still enjoying it a lot. I love it. Like, and that you feel like there's still more. Well, yeah, do. well, there's one, the campaign the point of the game is you have to last and there's a clock on it. It's like, I mean like 250 years or something like that. And right. then at the end of 250 years, something's going to happen. That's going to turn the tide and you're going to be able to beat off this, uh, this invasion that's okay. coming in. The, 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 um, I can't remember what they're called right now, but, uh, uh, but you have to, you have to last all 250 years and you have to make sure you, you conquer your, keep your territory safe. And you know, you there, if your territories get invaded three times, you lose the territory for good. Oh, okay. So right. there's a way to, and you lose. I mean, or you don't, you don't defend it. You know, you, they get they get taken over, and so you have to, you know, m- measure out what you're going to do. But it's been a lot of fun. It's it. I, I think I said last week that you can either choose to put on like the very serious names or like like the funny names. Oh, I don't think you mentioned that. Okay, last week. so you 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 can choose to be like it's very serious. It's like very Game of Thrones. Like they have like very serious medieval and fantasy names, and then you can do one that's like silly names. And right. so it's, it, you know, has more of a, a humor to it. So, you know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, like one of my, one of my knight's name is like Stale Bredicus. That's, that's his name. 
and there's stuff like that all through it. Yeah. And then there's like the names of like the developers and stuff are in there. So if you yeah. know who the developers are, you, you can recognize right. them. That's cool. Um, yeah, that is neat. But it's great. I, I absolutely love it. It might be my, I think so far it's probably my favorite game of the year. Oh, cool. I'm wow. Absolutely, well, absolutely loving it. I'm talking about possible favorite games of the year. Yeah. Did you put much more time into The Witcher? No, I put no more time no? into The Witcher. Wow. Massive Chalice took all my, my time. I did. I yeah. put a lot more time into The Witcher. Um, now, I liked this game from the minute I started playing it. Like, I was, you know, this is totally my kind of game, but I was just kind of like moseying through and, you know, finding little missions, figuring out how everything works. Because it, it's quite a learning curve with all the various things you can do. Um, but I was playing it last night and I ran into a town and I hadn't previously been to an actual built up town and I ran in and I just, I felt like I was going to cry. It's like, I love this game so much. I don't want to play anything else for like a long time. This is definitely my new Skyrim, which is terrifying. It should be for you guys anyway. I just, I love it. I, every part about it, the investigations and the, everything you can do with the weapons and the armor and all the various vendors the whole world itself is so well developed and so absolutely gigantic um but i i love it i really do have you come across anything that you don't like about it well you know it's got the same similar bugs to skyrim as in sometimes you'll like mount your horse and the horse isn't actually there it takes a second for the horse to be there Mm -hmm. um i've also managed to swim over a rock because there was like some water off to the side and so this it's got these weird little things in it but when you have a game that size i honestly i don't see that there is any way you can make that game and have it 100 percent perfect and never get one of those funny little bugs come up but nothing game changing nothing game breaking mm-hmm. it's been absolutely fine it's been running well for me and how many hours have you put into it i'm probably up to like 20 okay yeah like you know I, I still feel like i'm at the beginning it still feels like even though i've done probably 20 25 hours i've progressed through what feels like a large part of the story certainly more story than i had at this point in skyrim right like i've I took bobby's advice in mm. that i'm trying to like go through with some of the stories so that i can get my level up because that's mm. by far the most efficient way of leveling up is you you've got to do those secondary quests you've got to do your witcher contracts and you've got to carry on with the story yeah um so i've been doing that and yeah like leveling up fine and i i've really enjoyed it um, and also with the Elder Scrolls coming out this week, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I was worried because I didn't want to move away from The Witcher, but I knew like, this is the Elder Scrolls. I've been waiting for this since Skyrim came out, but then there's day one issues with it. I could have told uh, you that was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it's an MMO. Yeah. Every MMO yeah, has exactly. day one issues. So, you know, I, was like, I decided not to. I also had the money and then like stupid real life stuff going away <laughs> and now I can't afford it anyway. Let me ask you this. How much of a compulsion do you actually have to play it? Do you, are you just the playing Scrolls, it because you feel like you're supposed to play it? A year and a half ago, I couldn't imagine wanting anything more than this game. <laughs> now, after a year and a half of pre-ordering it on the Xbox, pre-ordering mm-hmm. it on the PlayStation, it not coming out, it not coming out, coming out on the PC and not getting great reviews. You've been soured. Yeah. You know, I really have. And now, day one issues, I'm just... I want to play it and I want to see it. I want to experience it, but not anywhere near as much as I did when I first heard about it. You know it's not going to play like Skyrim. No, I know. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, trust me. I've I've also read every review. She says that. Yeah. Have you ever played MMO before? No, I I am aware. Okay. Like, I am completely... I'm going in eyes open. I was never going in thinking this was Skyrim too. Like, I never thought that for a minute. Mm -hmm. But this is my best introduction to that style of game Mm -hmm. because the aesthetic and the story and the world, it's all completely what i like mm-hmm. so i figured this was a good introduction mm-hmm. to those style of games 
Um, although one of our listeners pointed out that Destiny technically is a, an MMO. It's uh, sort of. of, yeah. Right, but it is it's an MMO light. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an introduction yes. to that type of system. Yeah. It is. There's definitely aspects of that game that are, you know, the joint, like not being able to do the raid unless you have other people with you mm. and like, mm. uh, you know, th- and developing your characters, running around the world, having lots of other people also running around in the world that you can interact with. That, that you know, that it's a, it's definitely a lot closer to an MMORPG than uh, mm. than I thought it was at first. Have you seen the insufferable TV spot for it, like the commercial for the game? No. With all the different people oh, playing no. it. And I haven't seen that. Oh, it's, I don't like, really watch much TV, so I haven't every I haven't Every cliched line you could imagine, like gamer speak is crammed oh, into it really? and it's it's the game looks good though like as far as like what they yeah. show in the commercial yeah. the journey that they bring you through with this like this one guy that's in this party and his kind of his progression from you know rags to armored riches and whatnot right, right. the the enemy types look really cool the exploration looks really cool I just if it doesn't play well if it doesn't function well all of that falls apart exactly and for me as well like I again I, I can't compare them in the style of the game they are but mm-hmm. there's definitely comparisons and for me having had the witcher come out like that's scratching this itch right now mm. like i i don't want you know i don't feel the need to get into some big open world fantasy thing because that's exactly what i'm doing and enjoying with the witcher right I and i don't want to give that up in four elder scrolls mm. i want to go back in the podcast and cut out little snippets of jackie's opinions on the witcher before it came out <laughs> did i have any Adney. I think the first time you enthu- mentioned it, your I was enthusiasm like, nah. yo-yoed <laughs> big yeah. time. I definitely because I didn't really know. I yeah, you know, I hadn't played the previous ones. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this like a year ago that it was they were talking about it, and yeah. I hadn't really heard about the other ones. But the closer and closer it got to the date, the more I was like, "Ooh, this sounds like my kind of game." Without if if it doesn't spoil it, what's the coolest like beast or or enemy that you've come across in the game oh, so far? Because I've seen some pretty gnarly easily. stuff right. in screenshots. So, yeah. so there is a lot of fun stuff out there, a lot of good beasts, and you know, uh, especially the uh, witch contracts. Though you know, when you actually have to go fight something really big. But absolutely by mile, the best thing I've seen so far is the crones of Crookback Bog. Okay, that's what it's called three witches and they are by far like the voice acting the design the the feel of the whole scene that they're in mm-hmm. out outstanding it's so creepy and gross and weird and it's a, like i haven't played a video game in a long time where i was like actually sitting there making weird faces because i was like ew ew oh oh i don't like that <laughs> yeah i was actually like a little overwhelmed by just how disgusting they were hmm. but that's fun so where is The Witcher on your, uh, we're halfway through the year now, where is it on your games of the year? Oh, list? it's like a f- number one by far right now. Okay. It's going to take a lot to beat that for me. How's Bloodborne on your list? <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> I did not quit that game. It's still in the drawer. Okay. I did not trade it in. I think putting it in the drawer kind of means that. No, it doesn't. It does not mean that There's going to be a big lull in the summer. Yeah, exactly. Not too tired to quit. At which point I will continue playing Bloodborne. Okay. In my own sweet time. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> we'll revisit this in Game of the Year talk. <laughs> oh, well, obviously my Game of the Year is Rayman. Come on. Spyro. Spyro, <laughs> Spyro the Dragon. Gex. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve, what have you been playing this week? Um, so I uh, love that uh, PS Plus, you know, you get your, your free games every month. And one of the free games for the PS Vita uh, this month in particular is uh, a game called Futuridium EP Deluxe. It's gotta be Japanese. 
Yeah, it's a bit of a mouthful. I, it might be. I don't know. <laughs> so it seems like a, a badly translated name. It does. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Futuridium is. Um, it's funny because I talked about Race the Sun uh, a couple weeks ago, whenever it was, about how um, very much in the style of the first uh, Star Fox game. So you're you know you're in a ship, you're flying, and in Race the Sun, you are just careening through obstacles and having to avoid them and barrel roll out of the way and get boosts and you're literally racing the sun as the sun is setting you're trying to beat the sun it's very cool very simple in design everything about it works but it's just it's very basic futuridium however is a bit more complex in the way that it handles first of all the most outstanding thing about the game the soundtrack is just awesome it is okay. awesome i played it um bob and i were on the train going to special edition and just for a couple of minutes while he was reading some comics, I threw on my headphones and just cranked my my Vita to listen to the music. It was like thumping and just you're flying through the stuff. And uh, so the deal is, is that your ship has a limited amount of resources and a limited amount of energy. Mm-hmm. And in order to regain energy, you have to shoot and destroy these boxes as you're flying through kind of... Um, like floating platforms, if you will, like stages that are kind of suspended in space and you're flying at them. Your um, right button will cause you to boost. But every time that you boost, you use more of your energy. Right. Every time you shoot, you use more of your energy. So it's very strategic in. you got to gamble with how much to use and still be able to pick up more. right? Right. And the handling, the handling is super, super, super tight. So you're flying through these things and it's one of these you know, games where you have to bob and weave through these levels and through obstacles in order to get to all of the boxes. You know, you'll find a box that's up top, and then if you hit, I believe it's the X button, you'll actually do, like, a loop-to-loop, and you'll swing around. And if you can, like, master when you can pull that, you can literally fly, like, kind of, like, do, like, a strafing line, shoot everything in that line, and then come up underneath and up to the top of the level... And just continue on like that. And there's all kinds of bonuses for not dying. Right. There's bonuses for how many boxes you get in a row. Um, I could never do flying games, especially like 3D flying ones. It's I'm not oh, going to lie. It's rough. Like right? it's it's super rough. But the thing and that, water. This is, sorry, it's a little bit of a distraction. Sorry. But uh, do you remember Super, super Mario 64 when do, you had to collect the gold do, coins that were in the water do. or the red coins in the water? Yep. Oh, I could never do that. That was the one bit in that game that used to drive me insane. Well. Future idiom doesn't doesn't have any water that I've come across so far, um, but like I said, you're you're destroying these things. You're you know maintaining your energy, and it becomes this weird thing where you're you know you're racing against yourself because you're trying to determine where you need to expend the energy in order to complete the levels, and it's just it's a lot of fun. The more you play it, the more comfortable you become with the handling. Like I said, it's it's really tough. Like it's super tough. But the Vita screen is big enough that it feels like you're you're immersed in this thing. You got this sense of inertia when you're using your boost and you're doing loop de loops and you're flying around and it's all very fluid. Is this just Vita or As far as I know, yeah. Okay. Um I would have to look it up, but um I believe that But it suits that platform. Oh, it totally does. It totally does. And like I said, the the music is outstanding. Um I like the gameplay a lot. Uh it's a pick up and play kind of thing. You can just pop it off and go and do what you got to do and turn it back on and you're right back in it It has quick restarts because you do you die a lot right but like i said the more you play it the better you get at handling the ship that i've gone you know four or five six levels without dying and i've kind of 
learned how to bob and weave through certain things, but they're always throwing new obstacles at you. There's always, you know, now I'm dealing with rotating platforms. Did you look it up? Yeah. It's on PlayStation 4, PlayStation oh. Vita, PC, oh. iPhone, and iPad. Look at oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Cool. cool. I didn't know that it was on the... Mm. I'm going to have to grab it for the PlayStation 4 as well. Um, yeah. So, Futuridium, EP Deluxe. It is... Uh, it's a good time. I mean, it's cool. free for the month. Definitely grab oh, it I'll up. Definitely and, grab uh, it, yeah. You know, like I said, good pick up and play game. If you're into those kind of corridor shooters with a, a little bit more fanciness to it, right. that's exactly what it is. Excellent. And uh, it, it's pulled off very well. Cool. Well, the other thing is we talked about this uh, last week because Bobby had been playing it, but you've been playing some Splatoon. I did. I played it last night. I uh, went over to my friend Brendan's and hooked up the Wii U and popped it on and Oh man, like immediately I I fell in love with it. Well, Nintendo games of that ilk always have that feel to them, right? As yeah. soon as you turn it on, you know what you're getting. They all feel right. the same. But like there were things about it that I liked immediately. I liked the idea, like they asked, you know, do you want to be a boy or a girl? I, then right after that, they said, you know, what color do you want your eyes to be? And like right off the bat, they allow you to kind of customize your look and they throw you into this big lobby that's filled with all these people, um, you know, these little bubble messages popping up of, you know, either very crafty or lewd things that people yeah. have drawn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The squid boy and girl uh, art does get a little out of control. They're trying to police that a little bit. Right. But some of them are funny and some of them <laughs> maybe not. But, um, you know, I mentioned that Futuridium has an amazing soundtrack. Splatoon has got a ridiculously fun soundtrack. They have songs that it's like almost like death metal underwater <laughs> and little like bleeps and bloops. And, and it sounds like music that would have been made by a band that like lives underwater. Like they're performing at like sound. Aquaman's kingdom or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And um, it's I like the the length of the rounds is is really good i think if it was any longer than that because the the matches when you go online and you play mm -hmm. with a bunch of other people it's randomized who you wind up with like i was playing a bunch of people from japan i was playing a bunch of people from right. china and you know everybody kind of has their preferences whether they're using the roller or the the, the splatter gun or the the uh, paintbrush and stuff like that and there's all these different tactics with each one like using the paintbrush I noticed a lot of people were using it as stealth like they would stay in the mm -hmm. ink pop up and just smash you in the face with it and you know I think Bobby didn't you say last week that you have to pick before you get into the round right yeah, you can't you, just yeah, switch out yeah no and I think that they use that because I when I when I play matches I've never had a situation where I've ended up with like we all have the same weapon I, right you usually do a good job of mixing you around with other people who have right like a range of the weapons which yeah. is good so there's like there's the equivalent of like sniper rifles and there's all these bombs there's turrets that uh behave like sprinklers and they're just paint everywhere or ink everywhere and um it's just it's really fun it's it's super creative um the movement once you get a handle on it is just it becomes second nature after a while and it's really it's really, really nice to have like a brand new Nintendo property mm -hmm. and have it be something that I could see them running with this for a number of years and, and right. kind of building onto it. They're already giving out uh, DLC. There's a new weapon that came out. There was a new stage that got added the other day. 
and they're going to be rolling out like a couple oh, more cool. things. I wouldn't be surprised if eventually we start getting charged for some things, but they are rolling out a couple right of now. free bits of, okay. of DLC. They well, said there's a summer of, of free stuff. That's, they, that's, oh, how, they, that's, that's how they've been kind of advertising yeah. it. Yeah. Right. I think me and Justin are the same with this and that we both own a Wii U and very mm-hmm. rarely actually play it, right? True. So are you interested in Splatoon at all? I played the, what was it? What they call those? The Global those, Test Fire? The Global Test Fire. Yeah. And I, like, I thought it was okay. Um... I just like I, I didn't feel like the pull to come back to it. Maybe if I was playing with friends. I said I I think this is a Nintendo game that's more up your alley just because oh, of yeah. those first person shooter yeah. kind of aspects to it. I mm-hmm. if I, I was just playing with random people and it was like on a rush Saturday that I got to play for like an hour. Yeah. Um, but if I was playing with friends, I'm, I'm sure I would enjoy it. The, the three minute rounds, everyone says is the right amount of time. Mm-hmm. It just feels mm-hmm. like even when I was playing, I was like, this is really short. I you, felt uh, that same well, way when I did the test fire, but now that I've been playing it just like normally. Yeah, it's like it's it feels like well, here, the right amount of time to me. Here's the thing, like you'll because it's random, you'll run into situations where you've you've already lost the round before it even started. It just depends on the team that you're facing. Where within the first thirty seconds of the round, you're getting pummeled, and you're looking down at your controller and you're seeing how much of the map is covered. And like there'll be people on your team that one guy's not even playing; he's just stuck back at the <laughs> spawn point, and you know you've lost it. If you were stuck in a round. For like five minutes, ten minutes, and just yeah, getting slaughtered would, the right. whole time, it would be really discouraging. And you wouldn't want to go back and play another round after right. that. Right, but when you, you know, if you lose, you still get your points, you still walk away with whatever you participated with, and that's another thing. You're constantly leveling up, which I thought was brilliant. It's not just like a baseline thing where here, we're going to give you a weapon, and this is what the weapon does, and that's all it does. There are modifiers, there are sub-weapons. Um, everything can be upgraded. You get different hats, you get different sneakers, you get different shirts. All of that stuff adds to your character. You can run faster. You have bigger tanks to hold more ink on your Mm -hmm. back. Um, You can go into the ink and it takes less time for you to recover it. There's all these different strategies uh, to playing. I mean, if you were able to get a team together and you guys just came up with some kind of a you know, equation to just decimate anybody, that would be awesome. But when you're playing by yourself and getting thrown into random rounds, you know, you kind of really have to be about strategic about what you're doing. But it feels like a very fleshed out game to you. Oh, I love it. I really do. I really, really love it. Um, I'm so glad that, you know, Bobby came onto the show and talked Mm -hmm. about it because I was on Mm -hmm. the fence with it after so long of being so jazzed for it. Mm -hmm. I was hearing like weird things about it and people weren't as enthusiastic and then, like, over the course of the last two weeks, the people that were negative on it seem to have come back after playing it more and have been turned around on it. Right. And, I mean, I loved it right away. My friends and I were, we were laughing our asses off. I was rocking out to the music. I thought I think the music is brilliant. <laughs> music I, is great. Yeah. yeah. I love the mini game. Uh, while you're waiting for rounds, you're not just sitting there. Yeah, you were talking about that yeah, as well, Bobby, Yeah, the right? squid jump. Yeah. 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 Did you put any more time into it this week? I put a couple hours into it. I put a couple matches. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's a ton of fun. You know what I, know I like about it, too, is that I do want to finish the single player mode, but I like that I can come in, jump in, I can play, I can play 10 rounds and it, it's a half an hour. And then I'm like, okay, I played 10 rounds and I can walk away and then I can right. come back tomorrow and play. It doesn't make you unlock stuff with single player mode? Uh, you get, there are kind of like uh, modifiers, I think that you can get, like certain like variants on weapons will become available in the shop yeah. if you finish single player levels. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if you... Uh, what is that sound? I don't know. Somebody said the stop sign right in front of me. <laughs> that was really I was funny. Like, where is that backing music coming yeah. from? What is that? I thought it was somebody's phone. Uh, yeah. But the, the game just has a ton of style to it, and, and, and it has so much flavor and fun to it. Yeah. Uh, and you got to be fresh. 
You got you got to be, be fresh, gotta be fresh <laughs> enough. You got to be fresh. And uh, it's funny. There's um. I'm not fresh enough. You're not fresh enough. Yeah. <laughs> there's lots of puns throughout there the are. game. Yes. And, like you talk to these two people. Their names are Kali and Mari. Mm-hmm. Calamari. Yeah. Cool. And um, I'm gonna bang my head against the table now. Hang it's on. It's great. The, the, yeah. first, the, the, the my favorite part is there's a guy who like he's it's like he's like in the back alley of the like the hub world. Uh huh. And he goes like, Yo, man, you know, if you come here, if you go, if you like somebody's clothes on the street, like. Go up to them, look at the clothes, and come to me, and I'll, I'll get you those clothes. Like he had like black market clothes, but he lives on the street, and yep. he's an urchin. Yep. He's a street oh urchin. God. The guy that comes out of the but they never the say beginning. it. They never say it, right. but it's just it's just there. Right. It's There's fine. a guy that's a shrimp, and he's got like he's he sells you the sneakers, and so shrimp have got all those little legs coming off of them, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. each leg has a shoe <laughs> yeah, on it. That's awesome. Just yeah. little little mm-hmm. touches yeah. like that. That's very Nintendo. It's very playful. Um, you could definitely see the seeds of where it began as like a a, a successor to Mario Sunshine mm-hmm. with the yeah. the water gun that he had, and I mean for the Wii U for something that maybe doesn't always like unless it's Smash Brothers or it's a Mario game and stuff like that, people are kind of wondering where its place is in you know the big three or whatever. It's games like this that make that system worth owning. Like if you ask me if this game is a system seller. I would say that it is. That's great. Well, that's a big endorsement. Yeah. Awesome. Gotta, gotta um, love that cat too. Oh, he's great. <laughs> Dude, I had last night, I was point, I lost, but it was by point seven. Mm, yeah. And I swear that they waited just a little <laughs> bit longer to like, cause I know they make you yeah, wait, yeah. but I swear it was just a bit longer <laughs> and then it popped over and I was, yeah. Awesome. awesome. All right. So I think we've wrapped up with what we've played this week. Mm-hmm. So think? yeah. Right. I haven't played anything sure. else. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Pretty sure. All right. Um, so we're going to move on to talking about E3. Yay. Now, yeah. as a funny thing, I didn't actually know what E3 stood for. And I've never really known. And I was like, hmm. So I looked it up, as you do, on the Google. You Googled it? <laughs> yes, I did. So the Electronic Entertainment Expo. I'm pretty Lennon, sure that Lennon, most people listening know what it means. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to point out I have never at any point claimed to be an expert. No. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> Anyway, E3. It's Yay. next weekend, right? God, yes. No, it's, no, it's, it's well, it starts Sunday night. It starts Sunday night. This and Sunday. The Technically, that is the next weekend. No, it's this weekend coming yeah, up. Yeah, but it, that's the next it's weekend. This it's weekend. not the last weekend. It's next weekend. No, it's this it's weekend. Thursday, Saturday. No, it's this next really weekend to arrive. <laughs> is there a weekend <laughs> in between the one that we're talking about? Yes, the next weekend. Right. Wow. No, see. Let's just, let's just I, move on. I can't. We? I'm the... We've been argumentative all night. It's just getting worse. Sunday it's night. like a thousand degrees in here. Yeah, I know. It's hot. <laughs> We're all hot and I cranky. Will yeah. the, I will put the AC in. Yeah, you I see what happens when you don't. Because it hasn't been yep. like, you know, it hasn't really been hot at night. Like it's been mm. in like, I feel like the 60s mm. once like uh, it, it hits like five, six o'clock. So it's even more shocking when it's like 90 degrees in here. Yes. Well, today's yes. The, the, today and yesterday are like the first days that it's really warm out. <laughs> it's like summer's like, hey guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, nice. Bethesda on yeah. Sunday, and then and everything else on Monday. Yes, right? Monday is Monday's like Monday's the best day of the year for me. Yeah. Right. Well, I want to ask you all a question first. Um, we've had a ton of uh, announcements, leaks, a, a lot of official announcements, a, a lot a of stuff coming is, out. A ton is a big, as no- a big, as a <laughs> big say, estimate. I would say the big. For one thing, <laughs> the first thing was there's been talk for ages and ages. Bethesda are doing a actual, you know, they're having something at the show. Mm-hmm. So people have been talking a lot about what's it going to be? What's it going to be? And I remember Justin being, oh, it should be Fallout. 
but it won't be fallout i'll be dishonored too <laughs> no i think right? dishonor 2 is still going to be there yeah okay yes. but the point i'm kind of making with these announcements that have come out is do you feel like more than ever stuff is getting announced before e3 even takes place absolutely and yeah. why yeah definitely i mean it's because it gets it got, like especially last year it was like a leaky ship leading up to E3. So okay. the companies themselves didn't get to announce anything. It was like the, all these big games. We, we had heard a lot about the big games as it was, but they had all come from leaks. So I think the companies decided they're going to get ahead of well, the, they just the curve. Want to nip it in there the was some of that last right. year as well. Like yeah. uh, Battlefield Hardline was a full-on the week before E3 release, like a launch, like not launch, reveal. But yeah. that's because it got leaked though. It got no, le- I thought, I, I, no, it got leaked and then they were like, okay, we're just going to announce it now. Hmm. Yeah, that's what happened. Hmm. Okay, so that's right. that's yeah. the main thing you think is just trying to get ahead of this. Well, and I also think that games um, want to have their own spotlight. Like mm-hmm. you announce yeah. something the day of E three, it's great in that moment. Unless you're like right. one of the like the big tentpole guys, it's great in that moment. And then there's a hundred games announced. You don't just want to like announce that. your game ten minutes after they announce Fallout Four. Yeah, and right. so yeah. there are. Uh, I think a lot of these games are trying to just get out there and have their moment in the sun, and then I'm sure that we'll hear more about it on okay. on. Uh, Do you feel like it Monday. makes E3 a little less relevant though? No, no. You I still, it, you still think it's a yeah? Because I think deal. the week before is like a nice appetizer for what's to come okay like i'm excited for now the week before e3 because i know like there's going to be like five or six cool game announcements during the week yeah and then on that monday it's going to be a deluge of just fantastic news <laughs> bobby what do you think i mean i think like look I, I think that it makes sense for some stuff i i do wish they had announced fallout 4 at that conference i think it would have been more exciting because mm-hmm. I, I wish it had come up like the lights had gone down and then you know, this trailer had started and everyone was be, be, like, is that Fallout 4? Is that? And then it would have right. been obviously. I, lo- I love those feelings at, at those press conferences. But now they can just start the press conference, you know, playing Fallout 4 for a half an hour and they don't have to go through the mm-hmm. the, the, the the idea of announcing it. Yeah. Uh, yep. you know, they no, have to waste that time. That's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah but I, but I'm, like, I think Bethesda themselves, you know, because obviously they have the whole Sunday to themselves. They can announce Fallout 4 if they wanted to and there's nothing really piggybacking off of it. But I think that they do want to give um, if they are going to announce a Dishonored 2, oh, I guess a, a then it Fallout gets, 4 yeah. definitely out, o- overshadows Dishonored right. 2. So it gets its own little place in the sun. Yeah. So all of a sudden day. that's the big reveal for the day. Right. And then the Doom, we know Doom's going to be yes. there. Yeah, we're going to see yeah. Doom gameplay. We know that. Okay. Um, well, Steve, what do you think? Like, cool. Do you think E3 is as valid with all these you know, pre-E3 announcements? Sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. You still excited for it? Oh, I'm very excited for it. One of my favorite things is to not be at the show and sitting in front of my computer yeah. with my plate of pancakes. And just watch it all roll And on, just right? watch it and just yeah. all day like be on Twitter and watch the, you know, the celebration, the outrage, the uh, why isn't this here? Oh my God, I can't believe this is here. Well, I think Justin is a big event for you in that way as well, right? That's what you do every year? Well, yeah. Um, I have my iPad at work. And so, you know, I work with a couple of, you know, big video game freaks. And so yeah. we each have like a monitor up running it. And it's just like, uh, you know, jumping up and down. And I remember like <laughs> a couple of years ago, like I was I was super into it, but I had to be in the warehouse for something. I had to walk away. And then Eric comes running out and he's, uh, he's like, Sweet Tooth is on the stage. And I had to come running back in to see the freaking truck on the stage. And that game was awful. <laughs> uh, such a disappointment. But oh, like that Monday is, I mean is the pinnacle of like being a big gamer to me is like, you know, that's Christmas for us. Right. Awesome. Well, since we're all very, very excited about it, why don't you tell me, uh, what in particular you're excited that you know, it's going to happen. What are you excited to see Bobby? 
Oh, that I know is going to be that there? That you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll do things that we hope okay. afterwards. But do tell wanna, me what you know is going to be there that you're excited about. Do you want to go conference by conference? Or do you want to just like just throw anything out there? We can go conference by conference. I'm do you want to do that, that, Jackie? We can go Bethesda and then Microsoft, Ubisoft, EA, Sony. Do we have to do Ubisoft that, and EA, really? Ubisoft has been really good lately. And they always end uh, the Assassin's show with Creed, something. Assassin's Creed, Rainbow Six, <laughs> Splinter Cell. The Division. Rayman. The Division is coming out this no, year, though. Just, uh, just give me an overall. They always show something at the end of Ubisoft's sure conference. Will. I'm sure they will. Give me an overall thing. Tell okay. me, like, overall? you personally, like, everyone personally, you heard news. This is going to be there. You're excited about it. Okay. Bobby, you go. Um, so, I'm obviously very excited to see Fallout 4, see them mm-hmm. actually play it, and see them put a date on uh, on what it's going to be. Uh, I do think it's coming out this year. I think that I, I think that they held it. I think the reason they waited so long to announce it was because they wanted to say, like, this is Fallout 4. It's going to be out in six months. Like, I feel like that's what they wanted to do. I agree. Um, it's the right amount of time. It's been about four years, and that's generally the amount of time it takes them to make a game. It was that long between Fallout 3 and Skyrim. So I think that mm-hmm. you're going to see that. I think you're going to see 2015, um, definitely. Uh, for a, They're at least going to announce 2015. If it comes out in 2015, no, right, I think we'll have that, to see. I think but, if they announce 2015, they're going to stick that yeah, date. But well, it's also well, nice to have that short lead into it as well. It's great. I mean, uh, look yes. what happened with Watch Dogs. Yeah, absolutely. There was so long where people were anticipating, excited, mm. excited that eventually it starts to wear off and people get sick of the hype and mm. then when the game comes out you've kind of lost that that momentum yeah so this is great they tell you six months and boom you're there yeah um so i'm, I'm very excited to see that absolutely and uh i think i'm too I'm, I'm very excited to see uh i think it'll probably end up being at squares conference but it'll be somewhere else too i'm guessing deus ex uh Human uh, Revolution? No, it's not Human Revolution. Oh, it's God. Mankind Divided. There That's what go. it's called. Human Revolution is the first one. Uh, I loved um, Human Revolution, so I'm really pumped to see what Mankind Divided is. I've never played any of them. Well, I've never played the original two. Um, and what was the third one? The third one is Human Revolution. The, so the third one's Human Revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said the first one. Yeah. Well, I meant the, I meant the first one. I meant Human Revolution, because oh, okay. that's the first in the series of, of the oh, okay, games. okay. This uh, Eidos developed. Um, uh, oh, I got you. Yeah. Okay, so it's like their their take of the game first game. Yeah, you okay. don't really need to play the first first ones to the, to understand this one. I mean, I played it fine. I think it's a different character and everything. Anyway, uh, similar aesthetics, but I loved the um, <clears throat> the RPG nature of it. I loved the conversational nature of it. I loved the uh, the fact that you could do stealth or you could do you know guns blazing stuff. It was a really good kind of. Um, free range game that that allowed was like just the amount of kind of open world that I like in, in games like that. Um, and it was very very close. It was the closest thing at that time I think when it was coming out to like a Mass Effect game as far as you know what allowed you to do as far as conversations and stuff go. So very excited to see where that one goes. There's definitely thing they can streamline so and do better with. They had an upgrade tree that really like three or four things on the upgrade tree if you upgraded them fully like really wouldn't help you very much at all <laughs> right so you really had to like look up so like, you want to see if there's any improvements yeah, yeah. And, al- and also the, the the first game is famous for the fact that they farmed out the boss fights to an external developer yeah I- i've never played the game and i know that that is a legendary thing with this game yeah so the boss fight looks the boss fights are are they're not the worst boss fights in the world but the whole point of the game is that you can do everything stealth or you can do everything action and the boss fights make you just Pick one or the other. You have to do action. You, there's only oh, thing you can okay. do. You right. have to kill the thing. Like, there's no there's no options to it. So it takes away a lot of what made the game so fun. Okay. They went back and fixed that apparently though with the newer like updates or whatever to oh, it really? in the last couple of years. Yeah. So the PC version, I know the Wii U version is like that. I don't know if they released it on Xbox and, and PS3, but you can play it and, and oh. it works well. All right. Uh, Steve. Mm-hmm. 
something that you know is going to be there you're excited about? Oh, I got a whole list in front of me. All right, give us a couple. <laughs> uh, stuff that I know is going to be there that I'm yes. excited about. Uh, the thing that I'm the most excited about, they just announced the other day, is uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Yes, that was one of the pre-announcements, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, it is confirmed. It is happening. And I can't wait to see what they're going to do with it. I absolutely positively loved the first game. It's one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, and, we've definitely uh, talked about it before. Yeah. Bobby, I remember you talking about that one, right? I hate that game. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's the I one where it. you got so angry that you put it in the case and just left, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I, I got it from, I had it from Gamefly. I died like 36 times in one part. <laughs> I took it out of the system, put it in the envelope and just sent it back. That game is, it's one of those things where you got to, like, you hit a point with it where you have this fluidity and you just, you nail it, right? Like, I've done things where I've started a level and have run out of the, you know, run out of the building, kick the door open, run out, jump off of the roof and slide down like the solar panels onto the beam, walk across the beam and just ran like across a, you know, across a wall, kicked the guy in the face, grabbed his baton, smashed it in his face and kept running. When you can get that going, Mm -hmm. that string, when you're like, when you can judge the distances and actually do that. The game is really exhilarating, and whether you're like you're great at it or not, I became obsessed with the time trials, and that's really where I honed like my skills with it. And um, I just I've never played anything like it since. It's one of those games that has always stuck out for me as being a very unique experience in gaming. Even though it was several years ago, I still recall that as being something that I played that was really just cool and different. And I wanted, I love the character. I want to see what they do with her. I want to see what they do with Faith and how they're going to change things or if they're going to change anything at all and they're just going to make a new game, which is what they've been promising us for, mm. for well, not promising, but just alluding to for a number of years. Um, for all of the games that I want to play or have wanted to play that still are not here yet, like The Last Guardian or Beyond Good and Evil 2, Finally, I am getting a confirmed sequel to Mirror's Edge, so I'm happy. Awesome. A couple of others? Yeah. Uh, I got a list. One second. Yeah, and I, and I, well, Justin, give us one of yours. And I don't like it, but I'm in the minority, and I fully, I fully like, appreciate what it does. I just frustrate the shit <laughs> out of me. I never played the first yeah. one. Frustrate the shit out of me. <laughs> I think I played the so you'd demo. you probably love it. It's rough. <laughs> it's rough. It's not, it's not an easy game to, I, to Well, I played the demo and then never actually picked up the oh, game, so that's pretty much telling. <laughs> right. um, we already talked about Fallout 4. Yeah. Uh, there's a game coming out from the people that made Katamari Damacy called Watam that's coming out, and it's uh, it's about a little dude that needs to lead people around the world by the hand in order to allow fireworks to explode out of his head. Okay. So you know, sounds Hoping like to see something. A little bit of that. That game's <laughs> definitely Japanese. Yes. yes. Well, yeah. here's the thing. You know, I I love Katamari. I've played every one of them. I've enjoyed every one of them. And then they came out with that newbie newbie boy game. And I mean, that thing that I don't even know if that could be con- constituted as a game, just an exercise in frustration and no idea how to play it. What was happening? You were eating things. You were getting bigger and then you were breaking apart. And it was I, I eventually walked away from it's it still in frustration. Going. Yeah. They're, the boy and girl are getting trying to get reach to their, their tomorrow's or something. What? It builds like the point of doing the game was that as you played and it got bigger, you added to like a global total of, of length, oh. and it, like now it's gotten to the point where it's like at Mars or something like that. <laughs> wow! Or I, that's how I read it. That's how I heard it, at least that aspect of it's pretty cool. Yeah, but just fine. the gameplay didn't really didn't enthrall me. Mm. I'm hoping I like their quirkiness in their games. Uh, I'm hoping that Watam is something that I can sink my teeth into. Haven't seen much of it yet. I've seen like a little you know teaser trailer kind of thing. Yeah. It looks cute. So hopefully there'll be something there. Yeah. 
Um, well, uh, well, Justin, give right. us a couple of yours and we'll come back to you, Steve. That I know is going to be there for that sure? you know. All right. Yeah. I know for sure that uh, EA is going to talk about Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. So I need to know what's going on with that game. I need to have some glimmer of hope that I'm going to be playing it sometime in my lifetime. Because, <laughs> I mean, right. they came out years ago and was like, yeah, we're working on Mass Effect. Don't expect to see it for years. And so it's been so years. So now it's been years and yeah. you want to know. And yeah. last year it was like, look at these interesting concept arts that we had oh, here. So that was their did, whole press conference. Yeah, I know. That was so the they whole did thing. tease you with it last year. Yeah, they had the music and then I started crying when I heard the music. <laughs> but you're hoping to see something a little more yeah, concrete I want to see, a year you know, later. There, there's been leaks about the game. Um, it sounds like they're ready to at least show some of it. Okay. And so that's what I'm really looking forward to seeing. Uh, another game that I know for sure is going to be there is Halo 5. Mm-hmm. And I could, don't really care about the multiplayer, but I know that uh, they're going to be showing story stuff. It's the cover on Game Informer for the month of July. Um, and, like, you know, I, I want to see what they're going to do with this story. I want to see what this new co-op looks like. I'm, you know, I'm interested to see what this game looks like. Like, what it, what a, a Halo game on an Xbox One looks like campaign-wise. Right. I mean, they, they had an interesting thing just this week about, um, you know, they're, they're, it seems like 343 is really trying to make up for the Master Chief collection. And so they've... Uh, they were saying that all the DLC maps for this game, there's going to be 15 maps, and they're all going to be free. And they don't want to, they don't want to divide the player base, which is like unheard of for a first-person shooter. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. That's good. Yeah, it's very fan-friendly. Yeah. No yeah. couch co-op. Yeah. Wait, there's no couch co-op on it? No. Really? They announced that today. I missed that. No couch co-op. So the, no split screen? No split screen. What? Mm. Oh, <laughs> now he's mad. Well, I mean, I don't I, even know I, if I even play it, but it's like it's such a yeah. Halo staple to have. It a really screen. is. That's strange. Yeah. yeah, I know they were going back and forth on whether or not you'd have to have gold to have co-op, mm. but I didn't hear them mention anything about couch co-op. Yeah. Wow. All right then. Well, well hopefully, hopefully, yeah, hopefully some more information about that. You'd have to have. Oh, gold. You mean? Oh, I th- Xbox Live Gold. I misheard you. I yeah. thought you meant uh, you have to have the Halo collection oh, in no, order no, to get no, access no. to co-op. I was no, kind of no, dastardly. Um. No, I mean, of the two things, oh, and there one more that I definitely know is going to be there that I'm really anxious to see is Battlefront. Okay, yeah. I want to see what yeah. that game looks like. Yeah. You know, we got a in-engine trailer for it. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, that doesn't really tell me what the game's going to look like. I guess it's going to look like a shooter with Star Wars people in it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I want to see what that looks like. <laughs> when was the last time we What's saw it? What's your point? Well, I mean, we a saw while. that no, on, a long time. on Xbox. Xbox is the last time we yeah. saw something like that. So in 2015, what does that game look like? Yeah, I, mean, I hope it looks really good. Well, it's Fallout 4, I was interested in the fact that they've said it's definitely not going to be uh, anything on the last generation. That's going to start happening more and more now. Yeah, yeah, which is a good a good step forward. Yeah, well, Batman's not on the last generation. No. Neither right. is The Witcher. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the new Call of Duty is. Well, that makes still, sense. Yeah. I mean, Call of Duty and sports games are going to be in the last generation until they, yeah. they yeah. can't do it anymore. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Steve, you had a couple more? Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts is one of my favorite RPGs, if not my favorite of all time. And... Wasn't all too enamored with the second one, but I'm hoping that the third one restores my love for that franchise. Um, if you're not familiar with it, it's Final Fantasy mixed with Disney characters in Disney worlds. Um, just the, the gameplay of it and picking up the little the little balls, the little the little uh, money things floating around. For anybody that has like ADD, it is a good time. <laughs> right, and, and uh, that's definitely going to be that. Yeah, yes. yeah, it'll be there every year for the next eight years until they put it out. <laughs> well, same thing with the Last Guardian. 
Like that's that's yeah. confirmed to be there. There's as well. growing. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's not confirmed, confirmed to be there. To be there. Oh, it's they, not, they, no. they will never confirm that game until <laughs> it's actually on the stage, and they're like, "Yes, this is the last." Guardian. I think it will be there. I do think it's like, but, there's uh, there's a lot of smoke that it's yeah. actually there this yeah. year. Well, hang on. Why don't we move into that then? Let's move into if you were sitting down on Monday or behind your iPad or your TV or however you're watching these conferences. What thing would you want to pop up that would make you be like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited"? What, what about, about you? Be? me well i have yeah let's not do, do you that. have anything i have something for these ones yeah <laughs> because none of them are confirmed because they're completely out there mm-hmm. but anyway <laughs> so bobby metroid prime 4 or whatever whatever it's going to be retro is going to be there the company that made it they've made two donkey kong games and they're good games but i don't care about donkey kong country i want to see a new metroid game they've been teasing they're going to be there and they're going to have an announcement and um the last time they publicly spoke they kind of had a little Metroid tease going on. So I think finally this is going to be the conference You're where, hopeful that this where we is get it. the Metroid announcement. Because it's been, I don't know what year Other M came out. It must have been 2011, I something think. Something like that, yeah. It's like it's four, been a while. four years or something like that. It's time for Samus to make and Other M was, return. Other M was bad, right? Yeah. The, uh, it had some interesting stuff gameplay-wise. Like the idea of going 2D to first-person 3D was pretty cool. Um, but the story, which... And the voice acting were absolutely atrocious. They basically, they made the idea of it that, you know, well, the, the, you know, in a Metroid game, you start out as Samus and you have all these powers and then some, some big accident happens and you lose all your powers and you're gaining them back throughout the, throughout the game. No, I hate that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's like the, you know, the, uh, that's God of War staple as well. It's like, yeah, they do do that God of War. Yeah. But this is like first light that what drive me crazy about that game, but they use it to, you know, it's like, the, you know, they're getting access to areas yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and, uh, in this, like, the they, they, they story explained it away by saying that, like, she had this commander that said, like, you can't use the missiles in this area. And so she'd be like, commander or whatever said I can't use the missiles. And you'd be like, this doesn't seem like you're a very strong warrior at all, Samus. <laughs> like, you're, you have, like, monsters flying at you. Just use the missiles if you want to use them. There's this door in front of you. You can only open with the missiles. You have to wait for permission to use the missiles. It was a bad voice acting, bad story. I love the Metroid Prime games. Excited to see Hopefully that we got a new Metroid game. Cool. Okay. Coming down the pipe. Justin. Give me uh there's two games that I'm super hopeful that they'll announce for console. Um one of is Marvel Heroes. Mm-hmm. And the other is Overwatch. So Overwatch I saw at PAX. Is that the Blizzard one? It's a Blizzard shooter. Yes. Oh um... man, but they are like I know everyone's like, no, Blizzard, like it's not coming. They are like flat out just teasing it. Like if they keep at, at, Kotaku every time like Kotaku Polygon in, uh interviews them they're like so seriously when's this game coming to console and they're like well we're not really going to talk about that right now they said thing about diablo diablo took like a year and a half to come to console sure i don't care if it takes a year and a but half. i'm just saying just put it like give me the like right it's coming <laughs> no, i don't know i don't expect it to be day and day yeah, with, yeah. Uh, with pc okay. but they're being so like coy about it right now where it's like all right like there's there somewhere down the line an announcement is coming this thing's coming to console because mm. pretty much Kotaku was like this is built for console you realize that they're like well you know we look at everything mm. and so I expect, I expect some sort of traction on Overwatch on console. You know, hopefully at E3. But if not at E3, I say you know BlizzCon. Mm. BlizzCon would probably be the next spot to do it. Mm. And then Marvel Heroes is you know, there's no there's no real great Marvel superhero game on consoles right now. Okay. And it is another yeah. game that is just built for console. Yeah, right. So um, give me one of those. Okay. Well, I have a couple. Firstly, I would love to have seen a Zelda date. But they've already okay. said they're not even nope. showing the game. Exactly, they've they're already said they're not the even going to be there with Zelda, no. 
which is a disappointment. Which means it's not coming out until next November. Exactly. They're not showing it at this yeah. E3. Yeah. Um, if it comes out then. It will come yeah. out then. There's been rumors of a 2D Prince of Persia, which I would love I to I did see. not hear these rumors. Yeah, I didn't did you make these rumors up. up yourself? Yeah. Look it up. Jackie Turner says. <laughs> so I figure if I put it out there in the world, maybe it will happen. No, seriously, look it up. Every now there's, there's, I'm going to look this look up, up right now. Fine. Um, I would love to see Prince of Persia. I always enjoyed that series. Mm. Um, Darksiders 2 is getting the, uh, uh, like the, the definitive edition thing. Is oh, it's coming, coming out. Yeah, 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 right? coming out, and yeah. I loved that game. So I would like if that was a precursor to there being a new Darksiders game. No. 2D Prince of Persia <laughs> reportedly reportedly in development. This is from IGN mm. back in April. Oh, there we go. That's what I say to you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Doubting me all the time. Uh, so yeah, that I'd like to see. Hmm. Um, I'd love to see some more information on No Man's Sky. There will be. It yes. be there better be. They yeah. better put a date on that thing. Yes. I think they're going to be. Because my wide-eyed wonder is going to go away after this one if they don't put any that's date what, on it. That's what worries me. Is no, that it's I don't want them on. to rush it. Like I don't want them to rush it either, but this is the 33 it will be at. Is it the third? Yes. Well, no, because they, they debuted at the VGAs. Then uh, last year was the first E3 it was at. I don't think so. Yeah. I think. I'm I'm 100% on this. Because it made it, it's a weird thing for a game to make yeah. its debut at the VGAs, but right. that's where it was. But even as a second E3, it's oh, still, you come. need to give us something. Yeah, but I think about it. Mirror's Edge went away for like an entire E3. They didn't even mention it. I expected them to be on stage, and I do think Bobby's right. I do mm. think it's going to get a date. Yeah, but I just don't want them to rush it. I no. just yeah, it's fine. Yeah, take your time. But it would be nice. It would be nice. <laughs> we are going to see it more, and that's what I'm excited about. Uh, Steve, how about you? In I... your wildest dreams. <laughs> I really want. Um, I mentioned it before we started recording. I want a Fatal Frame. I want a Fatal Frame, either a sequel or a prequel. Well, I don't congratulations. Care. There's already one out that came out in Japan. They're bringing it to America this year. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want some confirmation. Dreams can come true. Yeah, I want a confirmation. I want to see a little bit more of it. Yes. I want to know how they're going to integrate it. If it's supposed to be coming out on the Wii, then, you know, are we going to be using it for our camera always? So you want to see some actually some some gameplay. It would be nice to see how they're going to yeah. do it. Like when with, with playing Splatoon, using the, the motion controls, I want to know, like, am I going to have to use the the Wii control, the Wii pad, or whatever you call it, gamepad, as a camera? You know, how how ex- exactly is that going to work? Is there going to be a viewfinder, so on and so forth? And the fact of the matter for me is that Fatal Frame has always been, and particularly the second one, a phenomenal horror series. And I think that the the Wii in particular could use something like that um, until we find out more information about whatever Nintendo has planned for their next system. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that they could definitely use uh, another uh, you know, third-party title to come out onto that thing yeah. that falls into the horror genre. Uh, the other game that I really want to see some details about, uh, I have two others. Uh, I want to see more of Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yes, really that would be super fantastic. Excited that's that. confirmed. So they're going to show. Yeah, that's coming out lo- this year. So they're yeah. going to show. But it'd be great to see it. some gameplay. Oh, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. They 100%. might start it with. They might start the Xbox conference with. That. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked yeah. if they started it. Now, how is it going with the um, the exclusivity? Wasn't there something that it's changed? Ex- it's exclusive. But there, it was it's only timed. a limited time, right? But they won't tell you how long it's. It's going to be at least a year. Hmm. It'll be at least a year. Yeah, I thought I saw something about it recently. Yeah, I have to check on that. They're not going to say it. They're not. No, no. I mean, they're not going to tell us right off the bat how long it's going to be exclusive for. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my other hope is uh, for some more details on the planned Star Fox release. Yeah. Yes. That's their big game this year. They're going to show a ton of that. It has that. to be. I want to see that. Yeah. yeah. I want to know that it's not going to be another, 
you know, running around with the dinosaurs. Well, Miyamoto's developing it, so it won't be. It won't I be hope that. not, because that game was not good. It will not be like that. So, um, the Wii, the the Fatal the Fatal Frame that's that's coming out for the Wii U on uh, that was released. It was released last year in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Japan. It's called. Oracle of the Sodden Raven. I doubt it will be called that in America. <laughs> that is a wonderful The Wii U gamepad is used like a real camera, and extra damage can be dealt by enemies by rotating the controller before taking a shot. Cool. There you go. Yeah, Excellent. I want to play that. Mm. I want to play that really bad. Anyway, it's coming to the West. You have sure. another one, Justin? Excellent. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Guerrilla Games uh, is famous for their Killzone franchise. And I happen to really like Killzone, uh, Killzone Shadowfall. Of course Shadowfall you do. Yeah, so I, I, of course you do. Kind of surprised with that one. so gorgeous. Yeah, it was good looking. It was gorgeous. Boring as hell. How far did you get in it? Um, I don't know. I got a couple hours in and I was very bored. It was fun once you got It was got bored going. enough that I didn't want to play it anymore. Oh, the multiplayer was actually a lot of fun. I heard the multiplayer was great. Yeah. That, that I did hear about it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there's been rumors that they've been working on an RPG for some time. And a lot of Sony's first party studios, um, we have no idea what they're working on. So uh, the the leaks that have been coming out about this are open world RPG from Gorilla. Uh, this is what that people have heard so far is that it's in an open world environment full of exotic creatures and lush environments. In addition, the game will have robotic dinosaurs and a female protagonist. Uh, protagonist. That's enough to get me excited. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds exactly like you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anybody have any others? Yeah, anybody absolutely. Um, Dark Souls Three heavily rumored to be announced i don't even Heard think it's, I, it's not well it's still rumored but it's like isn't there a promo art for it that's already on the web and stuff yeah but i'm not sure if that's real or not it just looks like dark souls 2 promo art to me mm. so i don't know it's like a knight in a kind of grayish brownish uh land and you actually you, you want more of this well it won't be come, it won't come out till next year 2016 yeah 2016 earliest, and yeah. two years is good for me between those games to, to, to play another one um you know i i there, I will want to see like what the, what the, uh, what the idea, like what 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 they're going with as far as like what the world's going to look like. Because even though they all have the kind of the same mechanics, they all sort of feature rifts or very different ways of, of their world being populated. You know, Dark Souls One is kind of a, is an, an open, pretty much an open area that's all connected in, in a lot of ways. Um, with no real hub to, to speak of, Demon Souls, Dark Souls Two, and some is Bloodborne. Bloodborne's a little Bloodborne's like in between like Demon Souls and, and and Dark Souls as far as the world and how it's laid out. But um, I want to see how that's all going to happen, and I and I, I want to see what it looks like. I want to see who's developing it, like who's directing it, because there's this rumor that the guy directed Bloodborne is directing Dark Souls Three, but I, I can't really, I don't really believe that's true. That would be a fast turnaround because Dark Souls yeah. 3 had to have been in development for a while now. If it's coming out next year. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. He's directing two games at once, which I don't think is something that's going to happen. Uh, but I still want to see it and I still want to see what it's, what it's going to be like. Um, what else? I had some other stuff here. Uh, I, there's going to be a new Gears of War announced. They're going to announce that HD collection, but they're also going to announce a new game yeah. by Black Tusk. And, uh, I, Black know, Tusk got renamed. What Coalition they, Studios Coalition now. Studios now, okay. I really loved Gears 1 and 3. Not 2 as so much, mm-hmm. but uh, Gears 3 was fantastic. And, and uh, a really good um, third-person shooter like that is something that I don't... That's a straight-up shooter like that I don't really feel like we have very much of r- right now. Um, so I would like to see something like that and see what they can do with it. Um, and if it's out this year or it's out next year, I'm ready for another Gears of War game. It's been a while since those games came out. So I, I, I'm excited for that. And uh, 
I have a little bit of a. I know things that are going to be there. I know we're going to see. Like I'm gonna. I'm excited to see Persona Five. You um, think they're going to show Persona there? Yeah, I think they're gonna not show, save it for TGS. They'll show a little bit of it. I don't know what's going to be a lot, but they'll show some of it. I I, I have to believe. Um, I'm also uh, excited to see XCOM Two. I don't know where they're going to show it. it's PC only, but they're having like that PC kind of press conference thing. Yeah. Um, excited to see that and Microsoft. I want to see Scalebound. I want to see what it is. This Platinum game that got announced last oh, year. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if it's sort of like a Monster Hunter type of thing. I don't know, but I want to see what it is, and uh, so I'm excited about that. And my pie in the sky, like crazy theory. We heard that weird rumor, right, that is probably definitely not true about Microsoft buying Silent Hills. For a billion dollars. For a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. That part's not true. That part's not true. Buying it might but, be. But I think, I, I think, you know, Phil Spencer has denied it. That does not mean it's not true, the head of yeah. Xbox. But I think either Microsoft or Sony is going to trot that game out um, at, at their press conference and say, you know, we st- you know, and say that they stepped in to finish funding. Much like Nintendo did with Bayonetta, stuff like that. I, I think it's going to be Microsoft. I, I, it I think Microsoft is a huge move for yeah. Microsoft to do it. Because Silent Hill is synonymous with PlayStation. So being able to grab that and take it and make it... I just think that the kind of fervor around it has been so high. And with the base that Microsoft is trying to hit right now, it's like the perfect thing. If they come out there and that trailer starts and it's, you know, it's the Kojima logo and then it's... Um, what's that, what's his name? Daryl. <laughs> Oh, Norman, Norman Reedus, Reedus. Norman Reedus yeah. uh, on on screen. I think people are going to go crazy. Yeah. Uh, it'd be huge. I, you know, that, I mean, that's a big attention grabber. Definitely. Huge attention grabber. That's the one that yeah. gets on the that'll front page. The one, that'll yeah. be the one that gets the the most attention that day. Absolutely. No matter absolutely. what, it'll yeah. be absolutely. that Microsoft saves Silent Hill. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely will. I mean, and I'm not excited for it at the show, but speaking of that same developer, the same publisher, I'm very excited about Metal Gear Solid Five. Very excited. Uh, they're going to show it at the show, obviously, because there's no Konami doesn't have anything else to show at the show. But uh, all the reports that came out this past week about it have got me really hyped. So seeing other stuff about it will be pretty cool. Cool. Uh, does anybody else have anything else? Oh yeah, I got stuff. Oh, go for it. Well, in uh, Bobby was saying about Gears of War, let's talk about God of War. That's yeah. going to be there. They're going to finally mm-hmm. announce or show what they've been working on. Um, all be, the GOWs are going to be yeah. there. <laughs> Uh, G.O.W. Bros. Um, so it'll be, it'll be cool to see what they're doing with that. I'm super excited to see what the new Crackdown looks like. Yeah, me too. Me too, definitely. Um, I mean, you mentioned Scalebound. There was a couple other games last year where it just they, they just showed trailers and nothing else. Well, they announced like, Phantom Dust, but that's already gone. That's already gone. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what else what else was there. There's a few things. You think we're going to see Battletoads? Yes, that was what I was just thinking. Yeah. There is no chance that they don't do during, you know, both conferences do the indie montages. Mm-hmm. Um Battletoads leads leads the way with with Microsoft there. 100%. You think Rare is developing it? They said they have a new game that they're, they're going to announce. At Pro- the show. I mean, I, probably at this point. Yeah, and yeah. I I think Microsoft is going to like heavily show that. Okay, how about handheld stuff? Is that much going on? God no. Well, not for the Vita at least. Not for the Vita. The Vita will 3DS. get like the legacy platform. Oh God, the Vita will get like a uh, you know during the twenty minute or ten minute indie montage it'll be like also come to vita 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 like yeah. oh, it's all gonna be vita but no there. development for the vita no. yeah. the vita the vita is a as bobby said a legacy platform and it is an indie you know it's an okay. indie machine at this point yeah. the 3ds uh, yeah i'm sure there'll be stuff for the 3ds oh, I mean, well, um yeah. what was, um oh god what was that warriors uh hyrule warriors. hyrule warriors is coming to 3ds oh really i didn't see that yes oh, okay. with possibly a female link character oh, oh. has anybody played much of that Rewards. I didn't play it at all. I didn't play it at all, actually. Yeah, isn't that funny? Because I remember being excited about it and thinking it looked really cool, and then just 
I'm not a Destiny I Warriors about it. player. Dynasty Warriors? Dynasty, yeah. What did I say? <laughs> Destiny Warriors. Speaking oh. of, we'll get to see whatever the next Dex, uh, Destiny expansion looks like. It's been yes. leaked. $40 thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. for $40, they have to have more than the, what this supposed yeah. leak Which is. I'm looking at it. I'm like, yeah. we're, there's got to be at least a couple new planets. There's got to be. I think that we'll get a new planet to visit. Planet. Uh, plus, like, patrol zone mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. go around, plus the PvP maps, the raid, the new subclasses. For $40, it has to be hefty. It's got to be almost a game. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be hefty. And that's supposed to, well, I, the, the the rumors is that there's the this big one, and then there's two more before the next uh, Destiny right. game, Destiny 2, comes out. Right. And those will be smaller, but this is supposed to be pretty big. Well, House of Wolves was a, a step in the right direction. Yes. So. And so with playing House of Wolves and being reinvested in Destiny, I'm, I'm excited to get my flaming hammer from my Titan. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, I just I just found some, uh, I was poking around, I found some interesting news about uh, Mirror's Edge. Uh, DICE has emphasized that Catalyst is not a sequel to the original Mirror's yeah. Edge. Um, and uh, they're going to be teaming up, DICE and Dark Horse Comics are going to be teaming up together to do a six-part series called uh, Mirror's Edge Exordium. Mm. Uh, first issue comes out September 9th. It will be $4. Mm. And uh, Do you think we're going to see that Criterion game? That? Yes. That one that they, they showed like weird like concept wireframe stuff I for. Don't think was that they, last year? That was last year, and I don't think they could show that and then put the game in the dark for a while. Yeah. Like they have to show a little bit more of what that is because that looked interesting. It did. I mean, I love Burnout. Oh yeah, yeah. They just should make a new burnout. Yeah, but for some reason they'll never let them do it. What about that game where the the person was drawing inside of the notebook? And it oh, was drawn a, to death. Yeah, that's from Jaffe. Oh, that's gonna yeah, be there. That'll be there. I'm sure that I did not care about that game at all though. What about um? It's it was... so interesting looking though. Like just <laughs> conceptually, it, yeah. it like looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, there was one more. It was a survival horror game where you were like you were out in the woods. Yes. And... Uh, um, I can't remember what it's called. They showed Fire that at PSX. Something. Oh, Firewatch. You're talking that's about. That's it. Yeah. No, that's not oh. a survival horror game. That's like a Gone Home type of thing. Oh. And that's only PC right now. Yeah. It won't surprise me to see Sony be like, "Up, oh, it's coming along." Yeah, it's gonna be on Sony. I think yeah. it's gonna be on PS4. Uh, that's one of my. It's supposed to come out this year, I think, right? Yes. Yeah, that's one of my most anticipated games of the year. Is Firewatch. Firewatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how about the Mass Effect news about because you know you mm. two, especially Steve, you play Mass Effect. Uh, no, I only played the first one. Okay, but Justin and Bobby, you were both big into mm-hmm. that series. I've heard that it's completely new. Yes. Right? It's not just number four. Oh, it's no, no, no. New. It's a completely new thing. Yeah. Right. I, I, the, they're going to be, I think, heavy into, um, well, I mean, the Uncharted collection has already been announced. Yes. But I think they'll be announcing a, like, hey, if you want to play, you know, Mass Effect where you wait for whatever 4 is, mm-hmm. here is the remastered versions. Do you think it'll be called 4? I don't think no, it's going to be called 4, right? I don't think, four, right? and I think they're calling it that just as like shorthand. Yes. Right, but especially if it's a whole new yeah. character and think we story. Seen, I don't yeah. think we see numbers anymore. Yeah. yeah. On Especially games carrying over from last like last generation, yeah. no more numbers. Yeah. yeah, they want to make a definitive start to a new series, mm-hmm. I would have thought, right? I mean, I'm I, my thing is, like, I, I'm very excited for it. They said, right, that Dragon Age Inquisition is kind of like the map like for what Mass Effect will be. Like if you look at, they said if you look at Dragon Age, you can kind of see the roadmap for what we're using to make Mass Effect. Um, I personally hope it's not that open. You know, I I don't, I, I, that's just, that's just me. Like I like, I, I like the kind of claustrophobic space feeling of Mass Effect. I don't think, but how could it be with planets? I mean, if you're exploring huge planets, though, if it's yeah, like... Yeah, but then, then then your planets are really cut down, and it's like, then you can't go to that many planets. Exactly, that's what I mean. I, I, want, I want it to be more like that, so I don't know what they're... 
if they're reimagining what the game's going to be like, mm. you yeah. know, then who knows? Because Dragon Age Inquisition is a lot different than the past Dragon Age games, the way it's oh, laid very out. very much, yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to go that way with, with Mass Effect. I, I kind of hope not, but yeah. I'm willing to be surprised about if it's something that I'm interested in. But oh, I think we'll also see at EA's pref, uh, press conference a lot of Star Wars stuff. Yes. Okay. Uh, that not Amy Hennig game. Just, yeah. yeah. Not, not just not Battlefront. Not you care, really. Right. I'm trying real hard to like Star Wars. <laughs> if it looks pretty, he'll care about it. That's, That's true, the rule yeah. of justice. Yes. If it looks pretty, he'll care about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. I, I'll, own, I'll own up to that. But, yeah. you know, like, I, I, you know, I'm excited to see whatever that Amy Hennig game yeah. is. Um, I mean, it that, that's been completely dark. No one's yeah. talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I expect to see at least some sort of teaser for that yeah. on the EA's press conference. And there's some rumblings that Black Ops 3 is going to be different. Like a, there's been some rumblings that there's going to be some major change-ups to the Call of Duty format. How so? Did they say? No, I just heard like there's been saying like make sure you look closely at like the the trailers and something like that they play at, at the show because there's some changes coming. I don't know what those are. I don't know. I don't, maybe it's just maybe it's just like marketing leaks so that they they're trying to get you excited because like, maybe they feel like the level of excitement is lower than it's been. But a little right. bit of mystery. But yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Is that pretty much our preview, right? Yeah. Everyone's got oh. out everything they're excited about. Expect to see a lot of Morpheus stuff. There's going to be a lot of Morpheus stuff from Sony, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's very think It's going to be half their conference is going to be them. Yes. Awesome. And you can also play it on Morpheus. Right. Hopefully they do better with Morpheus than they have with the Vita Wonderbook mm. move. <laughs> <laughs> it's a better idea than all those things. Yes, oh, yeah. all put together. Yeah. But I'm just hoping that it's not a, you know... A thing that's like, hey, here it is. Oh, God, yeah. there it goes. And now it's dead. Yeah. Right. Well, you bring up the hardware thing. Is there anything other than games that's going to come out of this weekend, you think? No, I don't think week? so. Um, I mean, Nintendo's we're, not going to not talking yeah. about their new console. They said next year. So yeah. that's already out the window. Yeah. I don't. I, we're going to see we're going to see the consoles the the well, not rumored anymore. Xbox is already official with their one terabyte with yeah. the new controller. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a rumored Blu uh, Blu-ray drive less PS4 where it's like digital games only. I don't think that's okay. going to be true though. I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think yet, but I think yeah. eventually. You better have a four terabyte hard drive in it if that's if that's the yeah. case. Yeah. What's the um that device that we saw? It looked kind of like Google Glass where people were playing Minecraft. Hololens. That will be yes. there in force as well. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. So I don't know. But I don't know how much Microsoft is going to push it at the games. No, because I'm not sure how much. Yeah, it's it it's kind of looking more like a Google Glass thing. Yeah, right? but Rather they just they just hired games. Casey Hudson who used to run Bioware and used to do Mass Effect to direct like HoloLens games. So okay. there's that's gonna a be good, that's a good get there's for gonna yeah. be something So they are there. channeling some amount of effort into making this a game. Well they've got to because they uh, that VR pie is going to get bit up really, really quick and they need to have some sort of stake in it. Uh, my, the, the, what I think is going to happen with Sony that's the problem with the, the, the Morpheus is that, and I think it'll be the problem with all of these things, which is that um, it, you can only use it on a PlayStation, right? Yeah. So I think if, if VR becomes what I think it's going to become, which is much more than a gaming apparatus, it's going to become something that people use you know, for websites and use for all this stuff. I mean, that's why Facebook bought Oculus, right? Yeah. Because they see a huge different future for it. Sony's going to have trouble, I think, be selling it to anybody other than the really hardcore of hardcore. Yeah. You know, because I think that people are going to be like, well, I could get this other one that I just plug into my laptop, you know, and not the Oculus stuff, because you need like an $8,000 computer to run it. But eventually it's going to be the thing where you're like, I plug in my laptop and I can surf my Facebook with it and stuff like that. And people aren't going to... Uh, want to you know are, i think are going to convert over to that morpheus thing to the gamers real interested to see how they make morpheus work with the power of the ps4 yeah. compared to like the power of a 
high-end PC with Oculus. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be an external box. Oh, really? I have a feeling because I feel like I feel like there's got to be some sort of processing power outside of the PlayStation Four because it because people developers are having trouble pushing that system now mm-hmm. just with regular games. Like, so I don't know how they're going to be able to push two back-to-back images. You know, two 1080 images to your eyes. It's going to be like a power hub yeah. kind of thing. It's got to be some sort of thing. That's going to be pricey. Mm. Yeah. Well, That's going to be real we'll pricey. We'll find out soon. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're going to announce, they said it's coming out early 2016, so they've got to announce. What right. do you think? Like, well, like 250, Oh, God, no. I'm, I, I'm, I'm going in the 400 range. No way. The Morpheus cannot be as much as the console. They can't do that. I don't know. Like, I don't know how they can get it down under that price point. The, like, I'm kind of with Jackie there. Like, I have no, like, what, what does Oculus cost? Um, it, like, well, it's, it's, the dev like, kit? The dev kit. The dev kit costs two hundred fifty dollars. Mm, all right. Well, that runs different because you're running that. You know, your PC. It, it's whether or not your PC can handle yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I know. But if you're gonna sell something that like with an outside power source for mm. this thing, I'm thinking it's like at least three hundred bucks at the like at the minimum three hundred bucks. You might you might be right about that, but I just think it's gonna. I, I think three hundred is the ceiling. They're selling a Vita, which they are like this is a companion to PS4 yeah. for three hundred bucks or two hundred bucks, whatever it is now. I know it's two hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see. Um, okay, so as part of our preview of E3, we also asked our listeners for what they were excited about, what they, what games they wanted to see, what games they hoped to see. Uh, so, Steve, I'm going to hand over to you, and you're going to read out some of our responses. Sure. Uh, we got a couple of uh, responses, as you said, from uh, Imperator Pagiosa, uh, who is at Fake Gay Geek on Twitter, says, The Last Guardian, I'll take whatever I can get at this point, or anything I can get at this point. Uh, I will, too, actually. Uh, Ricardo, oh God, I got to read all these names. I'm sorry. Why do you think I handed it over? At Curse7781, <laughs> we're just going to go with that, says, I predict Nintendo will absolutely disappoint gamers with casual games instead of listening to what fans want. Example, 2D Metroid. Uh, he also says, uh, on games aspect, I just want a new PS4 RPG exclusive Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, that would be my E3 Megaton moment. Another... Dragon Warrior game. Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest. Different game. RPG. <laughs> Turn-based RPG. All right, then. It's like Final Fantasy. Uh, Sammy Cassell wants a bunch of Star Wars stuff. He'll get it. He'll oh, definitely yes. get it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Lori Beth Glenberg, one of the best names on Twitter, who's <laughs> at Glentastic. Uh, I just want all the info about the Taken King, which is, of course, the Destiny mm-hmm. DLC that will be. You'll get so it, So do we. Yes. Hmm? I said so do we. Okay. We want all the info. Uh, Nick Bailey, who is at Zuku Nick on Twitter, says release date for Fallout 4 and more details on Battlefront. Um, I'm sure that you'll be. Well, maybe, um, well you think we're going to get, get both it? of those things. All yep. right. Both of, those are very safe bets. Um, Brett V, who is at Von Stubbe on Twitter, says old news, but just found out Ark Knight, uh, Arkham Knight won't be on PS3. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Cast thoughts on ditching platforms for trilogy conclusion. You have to do yeah. it. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, you do, but that is a very good point. Like it's, splitting. Happened, it's happened before. Mm-hmm. I mean, Halo One and Two came out on the Xbox. Halo Three came out on the Xbox 360. Yeah. No one was like, "This isn't out on the Xbox. What the hell's going on here?" Right. So it's kind of just, just standard pushes it too much. Procedure. It's been yeah. two years. You got. Yeah, you have to. Got to move on. It feels like it's longer. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't this coming close to three years? No, it's like two years since the launch. With the, yeah. Oh, okay. Of, okay. The, yeah. of the system. Yeah. You got to move. You got to move it along. Yep. By the way, I will say one thing about Arkham Knight. Have you seen that, that Red Hood commercial that they put out? No, I'm on blackout now. It's not even. It's not even. It's just it's Red Hood's in the game. Yeah. Um. And there's exclusive GameStop downloadable content that unless you get it at GameStop, you Ugh. can't play the story stuff. Whatever. What it's all. That's they're the worst about that anyway. But, um, the commercial is like they're like Gotham like mortuary workers and they're like oh time to go home 
and like, and then they're like, Red Hood is a fr- is loose in Gotham. He's like, oh, it's overtime. And then it's like, put bodies in the morgue with Red Hood. And I'm like, this is a very inappropriate commercial <laughs> <laughs> for a Batman game. Oh, I've got to check that out. I <laughs> yeah. have to check that out. Yeah. God That's great. <laughs> Ah, Cool Hand Luke, who's at Indio Techno, says something very interesting. I hope that PS4 and Xbox One introduce crossplay between platforms and PC. Hashtag, can't we all just get along? No. No, it's not the way of the human race. No, PC, but I think, yes. you, I think PC, Xbox, you're gonna, I think you're going to start to see some oh, no, there, minor yeah, stuff. Movement for sure there, because, yeah. I mean... Well, they're, uh, they're not doing the it. Background. They're not doing it with Smite, but with Gigantic, they're going to be... Um, Working hand in hand, like you'll be able to sit on your Xbox One and play somebody on the PC with right. Gigantic. I mean, you could do that with uh, Counter Strike Go, right? Really, with a shooter? Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I think so. But yes, I I, I do think we'll see more stuff because isn't Street Fighter Five crossplay PC? Uh, I don't know if it's crossplay. I know it's on both, but I don't know. Okay. If it's well, I mean, we're I I do think we're going to see more of that, yeah. but Microsoft and Sony will never play nice. No. No, exactly. I think Microsoft and PCs is a much more realistic. Uh, yeah. expectations well also I think you, I, that's the only thing I think at the press conference you're going to see them talk about PC stuff for the first time in a long time because with Windows 10 they've kind of said like we're rededicating ourselves to PC gaming Yes. so I think you're going to see some more stuff and there's going to be a thing where you can now <clears throat> stream your PC games to your Xbox One and play them on your TV or it's the other way around I don't remember which way it is mm-hmm. but that's happening Okay. with Windows okay. 10 interesting yeah Steve Tony Beardsley Another great name on Twitter says, I'm hoping for an announcement for the PS4 getting a price drop. Now that Fallout 4 is real, I desperately want to own one. Well, Justin, you just mentioned rumors of uh, uh, a slighter price with the no Blu-ray thing, right? Yeah, but who knows if that's real or not? I yeah. mean, th- that, that's like a, a big rumor, but I don't think we're going to see a PS4 price drop. I don't think they need to. No, they that's don't. That's the problem. Well, the rumor yeah. about the Blu-ray drive is because they've really, the, the specs have gone out about how much less power it's using and how much less it weighs, and people have people have like used the numbers to say like oh that's exactly how much power and weight a, a weight of a blu-ray drive okay yeah so yeah. I, I don't think it's true but it's I th- just supposition it's gonna be a bigger hard drive that's what it's gonna be it's not gonna right. be any less money i don't think okay and we've got uh one more um patrick hater says uh hopes for an awesome showing of battlefront uh need for speed mirror's edge and watchdogs 2 far-fetched dreams that won't happen uh are for a new legacy of kane and a secret uh secret second team at crystal dynamics hmm. i would love a sequel to legacy of kane or just another hmm. uh one in that they, they showed one like a couple months ago that was in development and never got off the ground hmm. man the one on and the it turned cast was amazing I'm trying to think of what that game turned into it turned into something else and now i can't remember what it was but yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to see Legacy of Kane. Soul Reaver. Oh. I'm actually really excited about that Ratchet and Clank like reboot. That's right. You excited about the movie? I haven't seen the trailer for the movie. Looks good. It's um, a video game based on a movie. No, based on a video game. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is like a like a redo it's, of the yeah, first game. It's already for pre-order on PS4. Yeah, it's, it looks uh, gorgeous. 40 bucks. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, and I like Ratchet and Clank games, so I'm excited I about do too. that. The weapons are awesome. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Insomniac. <sighs> Okay. Come back to PlayStation. <laughs> Give me Sunset Overdrive on the PlayStation. I'll be excited. They're, they're that, that making Ratchet and Clank for the PlayStation. Yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Ratchet and Clank is really good. Yeah. Have you ever played Ratchet and Clank? I play a little bit of them. Okay, you should. I'm play sure. More. I'm. I'm gonna probably play it. Yeah. Yeah. I love those. Right. I love how they make weapons. Yeah, they make great weapons. They're the best. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's our preview of E3. Uh, so next week we're gonna be back 
afterwards and hopefully well i mean justin watches this obsessively so we will have a lot of information for you next we're all week. gonna watch it obsessively yeah, we're all gonna watch it, the yeah. Only one. yeah well i'm just saying personally i don't remember as much as he does yeah. so i'm just letting you know because i write everything down yeah <laughs> so yeah we're gonna give you a whole load of information um do write to us let us know what you think about any of the um the announcements anything that happens over the course of e3 and uh we will read it out next time on the show hopefully i'm gonna wrap up this is where I interrupt really you. Smoothly yeah. I'm here to interrupt no, you. I warned you all before I even started Don't know this why you that did as that. soon as yeah. I say wrap up, yeah. that's it. Let's well, not. You're done. It's really fucking hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's 90 degrees. I'm, I'm sweating and it's not very ladylike. <laughs> so Justin's very zen. He's just like, I'm used to it. <laughs> all right. So we are talking games. You can find us on iTunes um, as well as talkingcomicbooks.com where we have a ton of other podcasts for you. Uh, we have the original talking comic books with both bobby and steve mm-hmm. um we have backup stories with our own justin and rob and now it's on a short hiatus right nope. now we come back saturday well there you go so coming back saturday new backup stories for you yes uh, we have the misfits uh we have talking movies talking valiant so there's a whole lot of stuff go check that out please it's all absolutely great um, if you want any of them, because <laughs> you would know. Do it. Don't do it. This is going really smoothly. Stop. Yeah, it's going okay. I'll give you a six out of ten. <laughs> I wasn't finished yet. Um, all right. So if you want to contact us, we would love to hear from you. If you've got any comments about the show, if there's anything you want to talk to us about, anything at all, please get in touch. Uh, we are on Twitter. We are at talking underscore games. We also have our email, which is talkinggamespc at gmail.com you can find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash Talking Games PC. We all have our own personal Twitters as well. Uh, Steve? Mine is at dead underscore anchorus. Bobby? At Bobby Shortle. We're just going to ignore Justin's one because he's pissed me off now. No, what go did on, I carry say? on, carry on. <laughs> I am at Joroke, J-O-R-O-A-K, and our friend Mr. Rob is at Dusk1020. Indeed, and I am at Jackie Turner, J-A-C-Q-U-I. Uh, so I think that's it, right? Did I forget anything? I, I think we're good. Right? I did it. Yay. You did You did the wrap up. Congratulations, <laughs> Jackie. All right. It's really hot. I want to go home. We're out of here. See you next time. Bye.